The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another ACB community event with Vespero. So happy to be here with you today. I'm Liz, and with me I have Kathy, who will be demonstrating along with me today. So today we are talking about three ways, which, you know, we always give you more than what we say, or we try to give you some more tips, throw some bonuses in there. We're going to be talking about ways to customize your web experience with JAWS. We're talking about personalizing web pages and how you navigate them. I know we've been talking about some of those, some of those, you know, features in previous ACB events, but today we're going to talk about some different things that we haven't talked about in quite some time. Before we get to that, I have a couple of announcements I'd like to make. So let's talk about our upcoming events. We had an Ask Sharky event this week that we needed to reschedule due to some technical issues that unfortunately occurred. So we're doing that tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be on Clubhouse and Zoom. And in just a minute, I'll tell you how you can get the information if you want to join via Zoom. So this week's topic is how to use quick navigation keys in Microsoft Word. Not only how to use them, but how can you find out which keys are available? So join us for that tomorrow at 2 p.m. And if you, you can join us in Clubhouse by following our club, JAWS Software, F as in four, slash T as in the blind. That's JAWS Software, F slash T blind. You can also join us on Zoom if you wish. Go to our training page at freedomscientific.com forward slash training. Look for the heading that says training schedule. And there in the table that lists all of our training events for January on the rows that talk about Ask Sharky, where those training events are located, you will find the Zoom link. And you can join right from there. You can actually just press enter on where it says join in Zoom or join on Zoom. If you have any questions about that, send us an email to training at vispero.com. Also coming up next week, we have another Ask Sharky on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Then we're going to be talking about three ways to find text using JAWS. How can you quickly locate text in a document or on a web page? And then next Thursday, our ACB community event, we're going to be talking about two reasons to use the speech history in JAWS. So check out those events also listed on our training page. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Kathy, who's going to kick off the demo here on ways we can personalize our web experience. Yeah, so um, thanks so much, everybody, for joining Liz and I. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start with screen share. Oops. Screen sharing okay. meeting controls. And then home vertical bar American Council of the Blind Dash Google Chrome. Home okay. vertical bar American. Everybody can hear okay. Home vertical bar yeah. American Council of the Blind Dash. Great. Yeah. Great, great, great. So yeah, I'm gonna be visiting with you about a few different ways that you can customize and 
personalize your web experience. As we all have experienced um, individually, not all web browsers or pages are created equal and oftentimes really miss the mark for what our own needs are and work purposes might be. So JAWS, in response to this, has created a ton of options where you can personalize and customize just the different features that JAWS offers to help improve that experience. <clears throat> Pardon me. So the first uh, the uh, first customization area we're going to look at is going to be the quick settings. And then I'm going to move on and I'll share with you about the JAWS settings center. And then I'm going to finish up uh, demoing using temporary place markers. And then I'll hand it off to Liz from that point on. So currently, I want to let you know, uh, you may have already heard, I have the acb.org web page up and I am using Google Chrome. So I want to visit with you, of course, about the quick settings. And quick settings are changes that you can make. And when you make them, they are only applied to the browser you are on at the time of the change. So for instance, when I make changes today on Chrome, if later on I pull up either a different web page or anything on Edge, those changes will not be applied to Edge, only to Chrome. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and open the quick settings by pressing insert V as in Victor. Quick settings dash Chrome dialog. Search box edit. Control plus E. Okay, so on this interface in this dialog, you're first going to be dropped into this edit field. Now, if you knew a specific name of a setting that you wanted to make a modification to, you could begin typing it in here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to type in the word personalize. P E R S. No matches. Oops, Daisy. R E blank, 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 blank. No matches. P. E, no matches. Hmm. E, P, blank, blank. Well, in theory, I should be able to write the word personalize and then personalize your web settings um, would be a result. And then that'll bring me to all of the um, modifications I could make on the web for this browser. But I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to use my down arrow key. And so we can start hearing what's available. Tree view, zero, editor settings, open, one item, one, list nesting level announcement checked, zero, touch cursor options, open, four items, home, editor settings, open, escape. Bear with me, I'm going to close out of this for a minute. Home vertical bar, American Council of the Blind dash. Okay, I'm going to insert B. Quick settings dash Chrome dialog, search box edit, tree view, virtual cursor options, there we open, go. 13. That more like I was looking for, so I apologize about that. So again. Um, I used insert V, and then I'm just going to start using my down arrow key. One, virtual cursor verbosity level high. One of 13, virtual cursor options. So part of today, what I want to share with you is not just 
the customizations themselves, I want to show you how you can navigate through this dialogue, how you can make changes, and then what do you do when you're not sure what an option is and how you can find out more information about that. So for instance, on this verbosity, of course, verbosity is going to be how much feedback that JAWS announces as you're on a web page in a web browser. And I currently have it set to high to navigate or through this cycle. It's kind of like a cycle of options. I'll go ahead and use space and that will just go around each one. Space, low, one of three. Space, medium, two of three. Space, high, three of three. And there's back to high. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna change this to medium. That is the default. Space, low, space, medium, two of three. So again, all I used was my space bar. Once I've made the selection I want, I, I'm going to continue to use my down arrow key to navigate through this tree. Smart glance highlight indication on page load. We've talked a lot about smart glance in the last few months, but here is an option where you can decide when a page loads if you want all the smart glance highlights to be announced, like how not each one individually, but how many there are. I'm going to go ahead and go through another option or two here. Space. While navigating, three of four. You can have the smart glance highlights only announced as you navigate to them. Space. Both. Four of four. And you can have both. And then last, it's going to be none or off. Pardon me. Space. Off. One of four. I'm going to go ahead and leave this at the default. Space. On page load, two of four. Which is on the page load. I'm going to continue to use my down arrow key. There's a few more I'd like to share with you. Allow web application reserved keystrokes checked. Okay, on this one, let's say, I don't know what this one is. How would I go about finding a little more information? If you press your tab key, some information will be presented to you about what this option is. So I'm gonna go ahead and press tab. Read only edit. Select this checkbox to allow passing through keystrokes to a web application using its reserved keystroke list. Clearing this checkbox causes just two. And then it stops reading, so I'm going to press my down arrow key because I think there's more. Handle all keystrokes. This checkbox is selected by default. Okay. And then just as I used tab to navigate to this information, I'm going to use shift tab to return where I was. Tree view. Allow web application reserved keystrokes checked. Three of 13. Select and copy full content using on-screen highlight. Okay, this is one of the ones I was super excited to share with you. It is the select and copy feature. And right now, um, I'm gonna read it again. It's hard for me to memorize this, the current option I have. Select and copy full content using on-screen highlight. Oh, yeah. Four you, of 13, virtual cursor options. Using the full content with, um, with that screen highlight. So what this option is, is as I have it set now, when I'm on a web page and I want to select content uh, with the end goal of copying it and pasting it somewhere else. As I select the content using whichever method I would like, that content is highlighted, which I found can be helpful when there's uh, sighted people around me. I think they like that reassurance to understand what's being selected. However, then when you use control C to copy it, all of the formatting is going to remain um, as it is on the web page. So as it appears on the web page, the different fonts, different colors, links, headings, all of that sort of thing will be copied over 
when you're using this command or you're using this option. But I want to show you this next one. So I'm going to use space. And there's only two here. Space from virtual cursor, one of two. So copying and selecting from virtual cursor. This is where when you're selecting that content on the web page, there is no highlight. However, on this setting, when you press Control C to copy, none of the formatting will be included. It will essentially all be stripped away. So you just have the text of what you have copied. So I think that's a really great feature. I love that one. Space, full content using on-screen highlight. Now I'm gonna continue use my down arrow key. There's just like one or two. Read more. only state announce. Indicate text inside instant forms options. Two, auto forms mode semi-auto. One of, use sound checked. Navigation quick key. Buttons show using. Form fields identify prompt. Forms mode off when new. One, general options. Open, 13 items. Okay. Virtual cursor options. Two, announce count of links, headings, etc. When page loads checked. One of 13, general options, virtual cursor. So I want to make sure you each are aware of this option. So whenever you load a web page, JAWS announces how many regions, how many headings, how many links, and uh, depending on how you have Smart Glance set, it'll also announce uh, how many uh, Smart Glance highlights there are. I found that sometimes this can become a little bit overwhelming, and I don't necessarily need all that feedback. So here's where you can turn that off. And so because it's checked, I'm going to just press my space bar to uncheck it. Space, not checked. Okay, and then I'm going to continue. Smart navigation mode tables. Document and web pages automatically read when loaded checked. And then this was the last one I showed you. And it kind of goes along for me with the announcement of the regions, headings, links, and smart glance highlights is that whenever I load a page, and probably a lot of you as well, JAWS starts reading from the top and continues until I press control. Um, I think we would say it was doing a say all command. So right here, I could uncheck this box. And then any of the uh, pages that I load, JAWS will not start reading, um, you know, by default. I'm going to go ahead and press space to uncheck this. Space, not checked. Okay. And so now that I've made these several changes, how I can apply them is once I make the last change, I'm going to go ahead and use the tab key and I'm going to tab over. Read only edit. When this option is turned on, expand tree view checkbox checked. OK button. And on this OK button, I'm going to go ahead and press space here. And that will close this dialog. And it will apply all the settings we've just changed immediately. Now, I do want to tell you, let's say the first option when I change the verbosity. If I had tabbed to the OK button at that point, this dialog would close. And then if I wanted to make more modifications, I'd have to open it up again with insert V. So for me, I just go ahead and I make all the changes at once and then I'll tab to the OK. I'll go ahead and press space. Space. Okay. And then home vertical bar American Council of the Blind dash Google Chrome. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to refresh this page and you're not going to hear a lot because I took out the um, a lot of the information. F5. Home Vertical Bar American Council of the Blind. Home Vertical Bar American Council of the Blind. 
and that's it. So there was no announcement of regions or headings or links. JAWS did not start reading. And um, it's probably not apparent uh, in this demo, but my verbosity was changed from high, which of course gives a whole bunch of feedback to medium, which is the default and designed to for the most uh, common reading experience or typical reading experience. So that is how you can use the uh, quick settings dialog. So I'm going to now move on to using the JAWS Settings Center. I want to talk a little bit about what differentiates um, quick settings as opposed to the JAWS Settings Center. So the quick settings, it actually has a few more options in it as opposed to or rather than um, the JAWS Settings Center. However, it does have a very similar interface. They both share a pretty um, similar interface. Now, where Quick Settings only applies the changes to the browser that you're on, when you make the changes using the JAWS Settings Center, the changes will be applied to any web page or pardon me, any browser that you visit. So you make the changes on Chrome, you retrieve and bring up Edge or Firefox, those same changes will be applied to those browsers as well. In addition, it is here on the JAWS Settings Center where you can make customizations for a individual and single domain. So we're gonna talk a little bit more about that. You can open, in just a moment, you can go ahead and open the JAWS Settings Center. And you do this by pressing insert six. And of course, that's six on the number row. Chrome dash JAWS Settings Center dialog. Search box edit, control plus E. And just as previously happened, we're in a dialog and we're immediately placed in this edit field. If you know the setting that you would like to change or make a modification to, you could start typing it in right here and JAWS would present you with uh, the different options related to that. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to use my down arrow key. Tree view, zero, user, closed, one of 26. Okay, and I'm going to skip past this user option and I'm going to choose the one right below. Web slash HTML slash PDFs, closed. Okay, and now you hear as JAWS announced that it was closed, I'm going to use my right arrow to open this. And then later, if I want to collapse it, I'll use my left arrow key. So I'll go ahead and use my right arrow to open this. Web slash HTML slash PDFs, open, eight items. And I want you to see on this um, feature or in a JAWS Settings Center, we really have only eight items that it's listing. It sounds pretty limited, but there are lots of things buried in here. And something I always have to be careful of is that I don't get kind of off into the weeds. I don't know if any of you have ever gone to do a web search for something and 30 minutes later, you're totally reading about something you had no intention of looking at. And you may have forgotten what you started out doing it for in the first place. It happens to me a lot. And I found that it happened to me when I was in here as well. I'm going to go ahead and use my down arrow key so you can hear some of the options here and we can visit a little bit about them. One, reading, closed, one of eight, web slash HTML slash PDFs. So I'm going to go ahead, this was closed, so I'm going to expand it. Reading, open, 10 items. And I did that by using my right arrow key. And now I'll use my down arrow. 
2. Web verbosity level medium. 1 of 10. Reading web slash HTML. So again, if I change the web verbosity here, it would apply to each browser, not just Chrome, which is what I'm on right now. Configure web verbosity levels closed. Skip blank lines while navigating checked. Document and web pages automatically read when loaded not checked. So again, this is off now um, because I changed it just a few minutes ago. Again, while I was in Chrome. So if I wanted to reactivate this, I could do that. Enable flexible web unavailable. Skip past repeated text on new pages checked. Expand abbreviations not checked. Okay. Expand acronyms not checked. Oops, sorry about that. Expand abbreviations not checked. So this is where, um, let's say the word uh, apartment is um, inserted as APT. If it's been coded correctly, JAWS will read the word apartment instead of apt. And I really appreciate that. I've noticed that also with, um, let's see, the word at, for Avenue, A-V-E, and um, Boulevard. So that I really like that feature. Expand acronyms not checked. And this is where if you have an acronym, um, you can go and have it expanded. So the whole acronym is announced, or pardon me, the whole uh, title is announced as opposed to the acronym. Speak access keys within web pages checked. Okay. I always love it when the access keys are spoken. Of course, the access keys being a keyboard command that you can use to activate a um, some sort of a feature without having to uh, navigate or use the ribbon to get to it. Custom Plasmarker page summary do nothing. One, navigation, closed. Two of eight, okay. web slash HTML slash images slash graphics, closed. Okay, then I'm going to go, oh, pardon me. Um, so now that I heard. Navigation, closed. Images slash graphics, closed. Um, I know now I'm back kind of in the main uh, tree view again. I'm going to keep using my down arrow key. Links, closed. Headings and frames, closed. Because there's something that's kind of buried down here that I think it's really important that you see. Tables, smart land, miscellaneous, zero, forms mode, closed, and as you three hear, of 26. Pardon me. As you hear, a lot of the same options and features, not all the opportunities to make the, some custom, the same customizations, but a lot of them. Text processing, speech for boss, speech up, speech and sound, say all, there. closed, graphics and symbol, braille, closed, braille and text, carrot and cursor, synthesizer, punctuation, voice aliases, closed. So many features, so many options. Window classes, keyboard, custom highlight, research it, close, text analyzer, convenient OCR, gestures, close, mouse echo, visual tracking, miscellaneous, last change settings, closed. Here we go, last change settings. So you know how I was visiting and sharing a little bit before that I can get kind of lost in the weeds and maybe I'll make some changes. And if I decide I don't like that change and that customization, Sometimes it can be hard to find where I actually made that change. So this last change settings, I'm going to go ahead and open this with the right arrow key. Last change settings, open, one item. And so I only have one item in here. One, indicates mark lens highlights left paren web slash HTML slash PDFs. But JAWS has kept track, and I believe Liz, correct me if it's wrong, um, 25 of the last changes and customizations I've made. So if I wanted to undo this or adjust it in a different way, um, I could go ahead and go here and press enter.
and then uh, make those changes that I wanted to. I'm going to go ahead and press my left arrow key. Zero. Last change settings. Open. One item. I'm going to press home again. Home. User. Closed. Web slash HTML slash PDFs. Open. One. Okay. Reading. Oh. So, again, this is how you can make customizations to all of the browsers that you're using. However, I want to show you now how you can make modifications and customizations to a single domain. Now, what I mean by a single domain is, um, let's say you're looking at the Freedom Scientific training page. What I'm going to show you is where you make, um, where I'm going to show you, you can make some changes and it will apply not only to the Freedom Scientific training page. If you went to the Freedom Scientific um, webinar archives or freedomscientific.com, those are all the same domain. And so the changes you made will apply to all of those for that web page in that domain. You can get there and do this by pressing Control Shift W, Whiskey. Again, that's Control Shift W. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Draw setting center dash Chrome. Okay. And then I'm gonna now start using my down arrow key. Two, web verbosity level medium, one of 10. Configure web verbosity levels closed. Okay. Skip blank lines while navigating. Document and web pages automatically read when loaded, not checked. So these are the options now that I have available for a specific or this specific domain. Again, I have the acb.org web page up. So any changes I make here would apply to any of the pages within the ACB domain. Enable flexible web unavailable. And that is a little bit about quick settings as well as um, the JAWS setting center. I'm going to go ahead and press escape here. Escape. Home vertical bar American Council of Escape. How's everybody doing? <laughs> it's a lot of information. I'm going to check the time. 12.22 p.m. Okay, great. So for the last customization that I want to show you is using temporary place markers. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to change web pages here. Screen sharing meeting control. Erickson stages of development. Okay. And temporary place markers are, it's really a method to mark an area, a specific area on a web page that you're going to want to return to later. So examples of where this can be useful. Let's say, for instance, you have um, an article you're reading, and maybe it's a little bit lengthy. And so you're not going to read it all in one sitting. You can set a place marker where you left off reading and close that web page. And then later, when you come back, you can press one key, and it will quickly navigate you to that exact spot. Another use for temporary place markers um, I've used them on my online utility bill. I really like to track my family and how much uh, utilities they're using. And so there's a usage statistics um, field. And so I set a place marker there because sometimes it's kind of hard to find it. Um, and so that's a way that I use it. And then I'm sure a lot of you may have guessed already, when you're doing your online banking, if there's a specific figure 
that you like to go back to again and again and check, you can set a temporary place marker right there. So I'm going to go ahead now and I'm going to demonstrate how you set one and then how you move to it. So I'm going to go ahead and I am using an online baking statement that I got from Liz. I'm just kidding. I am actually using a um, more of a scholarly type article. And I'm going to go ahead and Erickson's theory was based on what is known as so and I'm going to start navigating through this page in the context of a larger community. And so I'm using my down arrow key. zero seconds of one minute play button blank 150 heading click play to learn more about this video has link Stephen Gans and heading conflict during each each stage and experience a conflict. I'm getting to a certain place that I want to mark. In Erickson's view, these conflicts are centered on either potential for if people successfully lives left bracket heading mastery leads to ego strength. Okay, so let's say I wanted to mark this area. This area, like, okay, I'm done reading. I'm going to want to return to this later. But maybe the content's a little dry, so I got to read it in small chunks. I can set a place marker here, and the keyboard command is Control Windows K. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Control Windows K, Kilo. Temporary place marker set. Heading mastery leads to ego strength. And once I do that, JAWS announces that that temporary place marker has been set. In addition, JAWS announces the line that it's on. So let's say I've closed this web page and I'm coming back a few hours later to pick up where I left off. Erickson stage. So because I just loaded the page, I'm kind of at the top of the page. I'm now going to press the letter K, Kilo, and I'll navigate right back to where I just set that place marker. Mastery leads to ego strength heading. And that is how you can set a place marker so you can return to different areas of interest and content that you, um, well, yeah, that you want to return to. Another way that you can use the temporary place markers is for selecting text. It is a great way to select text with, of course, the intent of copying it um, somewhere else later on. So the way you can select text, and I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to move to an area that I might want to send to my friend and colleague, Liz. Erickson also believed that a sense of competence motivates behaviors and action. So maybe I think she really needs to know this. So I'm going to press my home key, and I'm just doing this because I want to make sure I'm at the beginning of the line. Home. So you know how I've been using the word temporary place marker? What's meant by the word temporary is that it, when you set one, it's not permanently affixed there. Now, considering that you only get one per page, and yeah, that kind of bums me out too, but Liz is going to address that, but you only get one per page, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to move the one I had just a moment ago, and I'm going to place it here. So this is the beginning of the content that I'd like to select. I'm going to press Control Windows K. Temporary place marker set. Erickson also believed that a sense of competence motivates behaviors and actions. And now the next step is I'm going to move my focus, my cursor, to the end of the area I'd like to select. An area of life. Yes. It's at the half past point. Pardon me? We're at the halfway mark. Oh, okay. I am about... 30 seconds from being done. <laughs> Thank you. If the stage is handled well, poorly, the person will emerge with a sense of inadequacy in that aspect. Okay. And so let's say end. I wanted to end it at the end of this line. 
I'm going to do the layered keyboard command of insert space. You're going to hear a little click followed by the letter M. Space. Selecting between mark place and current position. So now that just selected from where I inserted that place marker, that temporary place marker, all the way to where I had left my focus and it selected everything. And now I could go ahead and use control C and copy and paste this. So that is how you can use temporary place markers to customize your web experience. Sorry, that was very lengthy. No, that was such <laughs> a great demo. That was great. Uh, let's let's see if we have any questions. Do, Tori, do we have any hands? Yeah, screen sharing media control. We do not. We do not. Okay. Well, I'm going to share my screen. And yeah, thank you very much, Kathy. That was a great demo. And I think place markers uh, are a great feature because they really do allow you to customize so many things. And I'm going to talk about the difference here between permanent versus temporary. Screen sharing media controls. All right. Share screen my screen here. So as Kathy said, temporary place markers allow you to easily jump you know, to a place. And I like to use them. Um, and another use that I found interesting is sometimes when you're on a web page and you're reading and you, maybe you need to take a note on something you're reading. You may not be copying and pasting, or maybe you are, but you need to leave that web page and go to a document or something else. Or maybe you need to go read an email and you come back to that web page and your focus has moved and you think, no, where was I? Yeah, and that goes right along with what you were saying, Kathy, about setting that, that place marker there. You can set that temporary place marker and easily navigate back. Now, it's, it is a temporary place marker because you can only have one per page and because, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of something you're just using as a one-time mark because you can move it around. You know, if, if, as Kathy demonstrated, if you would like to put it in another place, then it moves that place marker. Permanent place markers allow you to create several marks on that page. And you can use these on websites. And, and those were some great examples too, what Kathy was saying about banking sites, uh, things that you use frequently. If you had multiple places on the, the page that you would like to mark, or if you had uh, maybe a web-based application that you're using for work or school or you know for personal use, and you have places you need to navigate to quickly, maybe you don't need all the fields. Maybe you don't need to read all of the information, but you just need to find certain things very quickly. So I think place markers are a great way to do that. Oops, so I'm on the training page here and, and I'm gonna set a few permanent place markers so that I can navigate to them every time I come to this page. So I'm gonna press the letter H. Training center, let's learn something new. Heading training schedule, visit at heading level two link. All right, so the first place I wanna set one is on the heading and link that says training schedule. To do that, we're going to go into the place marker dialog, which is control shift K kilo. Place marker list dialog, place marker list view, not selected temporary document. All right, so this brings up a list of place markers. Now it's going to set place markers for this particular page. I'm going to show you how that works in a minute, but you just heard it say temporary document. What that means is 
that it's referring to a temporary place marker that I had created earlier on one of these headings. So if I were to enter, it would take me to that place. I could also get there with the letter K as, as Kathy demonstrated, but that's what it's talking about. Now, if I wanna create a new place marker, if I wanna add one, I could press enter here. But before we do that, let's press tab and navigate around this dialogue and talk about some of the options here. So when we press control, shift, K, Kilo, we are in the place markers dialogue. We are automatically in the list of place markers, which would list all of the place markers for this page that I have right now, which I only have one, it's a temporary one. But So I'll tab. Add dot 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 button, alt plus A. And we also have an add button and it said alt plus A. Remove all button, alt plus B. There is an option to remove all. Cancel button, alt plus C. And and we have a cancel button, and I'll show you something in a minute. Display place markers for all radio button checked, free of free. All so here we have display place markers. We can display all of them. I'm going to arrow. Display place markers for domain radio button checked. For the ones for this domain, which would be freedomscientific.com. Display place markers for URL radio button checked. Or this particular URL, which is uh, uniform resource location. That's just your web address. So for example, it's freedomscientific.com is the domain, but you add forward slash training to that. And that is now the, that's the URL of our training page. That's the exact web address. So if you typed freedomscientific.com forward slash training, it would take you directly to this page. All right. So I'm going to go back down to all display place markers for all radio button checked. That's fine. I'm going to tab place marker list view, not selected temporary document. So you notice it said not selected temporary document. You know, hear that a lot in lists, maybe in lists of files, in File Explorer, in, uh, you know, lists of things in, in dialogues, because you go into the dialogue and you haven't selected anything. And, and the reason for this right here is if we were to press enter without selecting a place marker in the list, it's going to go to uh, the dialogue for adding a place marker. Selected. If I select it here and enter. I press enter, then navigate heading level one training center. It's going to go to where that place marker was. So training schedule visited heading. Let's go. Okay, I want to go back to where I want to create this new place marker. I just wanted to show you how that worked. But I'm gonna do Control Shift K. Place marker list dial. Select now. If I select the place marker in the list here and I tab. Add dot dot move the button Alt plus M. We have a move to button. Remove button. Alt and we have a remove button, which just means we can remove the just that place marker, not all of them. Remove all button Alt plus V. And then we have a remove all button. Now you hear some keyboard commands here. We have alt plus V for remove all. Remove button, alt plus R. Alt, pl alt plus R for remove. Remove. Those commands would also, uh, you know, you could use those commands instead of pressing tab to that control and press enter. Move, add dot, dot, dot button. All right, so let's go back up here to the add button. I want to add a place marker on the heading that says training schedule. So I'm going to press enter here on the add button. Enter place marker list dialog, add place marker dialog, name, edit, training schedule. And the first field we have here, it says name and it's training schedule, which that's fine. That's a good name for it because that's what it is. I, I could change that if I wanted to, because uh, we have an edit field here, but I'm gonna leave it as it is and tab. Define for all pages on current domain checkbox not checked. So here we could define for all pages on current domain. Now where this comes in handy, so if you, you know, you've been on websites probably where you have, let's say a homepage and you have a login link or a sign in link. And then if you go to another page on that website, you're still going to find that login or sign in link or, you know, things like that. 
or maybe a search box or things like that. So if you know that whatever it is you're, you're creating the place marker for is on multiple pages on that domain, you could check this box by pressing space. Defined for all pages on current domain checkbox, not checked. It's not checked by default, but you could press space to check it if you wanted to do that. I'll press tab. Anchor the text checkbox, not checked. Alt plus A. This is a really important one because what it means is you can anchor the place marker either if this is not checked, anchor to text is not checked, it's going to anchor it to that location. But let's say that the web page is updated tomorrow and as the, you know, when things are updated, that heading or that link for uh, training schedule moves slightly. So you now have a place marker that'll take you there in the vicinity. It's going to take you back to that location. But let's say it moved down a line, you would have to press down arrow in order to find that link or that heading that says training schedule. If you check, I'm going to press space to check it. If you check this anchor to text. Space checked. And we have anchor the text checkbox checked. And I'm just verifying that with insert up arrow uh, to read to say the line. So now it's anchored to the text. So if that text moves down a line, it's it's going to bring that place marker with it. All right, let's tab. Anchor text edit training schedule alt plus T. And there is where you have the anchor text. It's going to be called training schedule here because that's that's what the link is called. But again, you could um, edit that if you wanted it anchored maybe just to the word schedule or something like that. You could take out the word training. Okay, button alt plus O. And we have okay. Cancel button alt plus C. We have cancel. Name edit training. And we're back to names. So let's go back up to okay. Okay, button Alt plus O. And I could press Alt plus O, or I could press Space. I'll do Alt plus O. Alt O. Uh, and you don't have to be on the OK button to press Alt plus O. By the way, I just wanted to show you that you know you could do that. Heading, visit it, heading level two. All right, so training. if I go back up here to the top of the page and I press K. Training center. Let's learn something new. Heading level one. There's our temporary place marker. Now, notice that creating a permanent place marker did not replace. It you know it did not make that temporary place marker go away it didn't it didn't delete it training schedule heading level two link visited all right so there is our second one i press the letter k there's our second one so i can go down through here wrapping the top training center training and i could find other headings let's say i watch a lot of videos or or maybe i want to you know mark the webinars let's go to webinars first virtual find i'm going to use find w b i n a r s type webinars enter heading level three upcoming webinars all right upcoming webinars we're going to press control shift k kilo place marker list dialog and because I'm not selecting any of the place markers here, I'm just going to press enter to open the add dialog. Enter place marker list dialog, add place marker dialog, name, edit, webinars, alt plus. All right. Now, I don't want to just call this one webinars. I want to call it uh, live webinars or upcoming webinars. Webinars. So I'm going to type the word upcoming. U-P-C-O-N-I-N-G space. All right. Say line, insert up arrow. Name, edit, upcoming webinars. All right, I'll tab through here. Define for all pages on current domain checkbox not checked. I don't need to do that. Anchor to text checkbox not checked. I, plus A. I am going to anchor to text. Space checked. So if you know the keyboard commands you want to use, like Alt plus A for anchor to text here. Alt A not checked. If you press Alt A, it checks or unchecks it. It, it does the opposite of its current state. So if I do it again. Alt A checked. That's checked. And if I know that that's the only thing I want to do, I can press Alt O. Alt O. And now we're back to our web page. Visit heading level. So I could do this for several things. I could search for videos. Virtual. V-I-D-E-O-S. Enter. Screen finders. Escape. 
Virtual find. Wow, you enter. Screen find escape. Visited heading. All right. Upcoming webinars on the teaching resources. Surf's up heading. Podcasts and video tutorials. There we go. Videos. I was looking for the wrong thing. All right. So again, Control Shift K. Place marker list dialog. Enter. Enter. Place marker list dialog. And if I don't want to change any of the text, I can press Alt A. Alt anchor to text checkbox checked. That anchored to text, I can press Alt O for OK. Alt O. So you can, you know, really create those quickly. Now, if I go to the top of the page, training and freedom scientific. I have several. I can press K. Training center. Let's learn something new. Heading level one. There's our temporary place marker. Training schedule. Heading level two. Link upcoming webinars. Heading level three. Video tutorials. Heading level three. All right. Now, if I wanted to, if I move that temporary place marker, wrapping the top to, oh, I don't know. Let's move it somewhere here. Um, Virtual file. AR. State. Enter. Screen files. Escape. Navigation. All right. Can you guys? Screen sharing meeting. Uh, can you guys hear me? Escape. I think I've got some noise yes. going on here. Okay. Mute. Currently unmuted. All right. I'll sorry about. Audio settings button drop. Okay. All right, my uh, headset or my sound card switched on me there, so sorry about that. All right, so if I move, let me make sure I'm where I think I am. All right, so if I move this temporary place marker to somewhere else, like here, if I press Control Windows K, temporary place it moves it, and so now I still have all my permanent place markers. Training schedule heading level, and now the training schedule, which is a permanent place marker, is the first one. Fusion heading level two link upcoming webinar video tutorial. And those are my and I can just press K to navigate there. Now if I go back in my list with Control Shift K, Place marker I can navigate log. through these with my arrow keys. Temporary document two or four. Upcoming webinars document. Video tutorials document. And I can delete all, I can remove them all, I can remove them one by one, you know, so forth. Escape. All right, let me check the time Escape. here. Select the three forty four P. Um, one more thing I want to mention about place markers is in the settings or a couple interesting settings for that. So I'm going to go into the settings center by pressing insert six on the number row. Chrome jaw settings center and I'm going to type in the word place. P-L-A-C-E. Custom place marker page summary. All right. So here we have a setting for custom place marker here. Two search results list box, custom place marker, page summary, do nothing, reading web. So it says page summary, do nothing. What this means, we have a couple of options here. We can press the space bar to navigate through them. Space, speak place markers on page load. One of so three. if we choose this option, it would speak the place markers on page load. Just like it speaks a lot of other information. If you choose to have that information spoken like headings and links, it would speak place markers. Space, list, place markers, and results viewer on page load. Two of three. If you select that one, what's going to happen is a, the results viewer is going to pop up. When the page loads, you're going to get the results viewer, and it's going to list those place markers in the results viewer, and you can arrow to them and enter and all that kind of stuff and get there quickly. Space, do nothing. And that's that other option is do nothing. Now, read OK button, space. Training. One important thing I do want to mention about JAW Settings Center versus quick settings is let's say i change that setting in setting center even if i leave it for chrome because when you go into setting center with insert six on the number row by default it's going to be set to the application that you're in which in my case right now is chrome and as kathy said earlier you can press Control shift w to set to change settings to have them applied to that whole domain so it's not application specific 
or you can press Control Shift D to have them applied across all applications. Now, setting center, as Kathy told us, you know, is, is just application specific. So sometimes what happens is you go into one, and let's say I go into setting center and I change something, and later I go into quick settings here with insert V. Quick settings, Chrome dive. And I type in place marker. P L C E. Custom place marker page summary. One of two search two search results list box. Custom place marker page summary do nothing. Custom place marker page summary do nothing. And it, you know, maybe it's set for uh, do nothing in settings center, but then when I go here, I change it to something else. Maybe I change it to uh, load in results viewer. I'm gonna press escape to get out of this. Escape, escape. So maybe I forgot I did that. And so sometimes if you if you're getting something that you're not expecting, like if, if it's loading in your results viewer, or you know, if something's happening, then you think I I went into settings center and I said, don't do that. Or I went into, you know, the quick settings, make sure you go in both places and check because you might have changed settings in one place and it might be overriding that uh, where, where you are. For example, if you go into quick settings, it might be overriding for, for the application you're using, which in this case would be Chrome, uh, rather than what, what I have set for settings center. So I just wanted to point that out. Called. Another thing, one more thing I wanted to mention here, and this is not really a customization. However, I think it's useful to know, and that is contents, or not contents, context or screen sensitive help. So I'm here on a web page. Now let's say that I, you know, missed all the information it said about the page and I, I want to hear it again. I can press insert F1. This page contains 47 links, one comma. Now what happens here one is we get the virtual viewer and we get some, a lot of information in this virtual viewer so we can read it one line at a time or you know like when when a page loads if it just gives you a lot of information and you think i really want to hone in on how many links there are or how many headings well this is how you can do it you press insert f1 that brings up context but i can't say it context sensitive help one errors there are three regions so here it tells me there are three regions and i can down arrow one errors there are 19 headings 19 headings. 2 at level 1, 5 at level 2, 11 at level 3, 1 at level 4. Tells us what kind of headings they are. That's useful because if we know we want, if we know that something we need is a level 3 heading, we can just press the number 3 to get to it. There are one smart glance highlights on this page. One errors. HTTPS. And so we get lots of information. I can go back to the top of Control Home. This page contains 47 links. It tells us it contains 47 links. So now that I know all that information, I can just press Escape. Escape. Training and, and I'm back on my web page. All right, let's stop for questions here. If you guys have any questions, um, Audio. I want to make sure that we're able to get to them. So do we have any hands? Not yet. Not yet? Okay. Oh, now we, we do. Oh, we do. Oh, good. All right. Give me a second. Okay, Debbie, you can unmute. Um, yeah, I have a question now. Maybe you guys are getting to this later and I might mm -hmm. be jumping ahead. But um, first question I have, I tried setting some <coughs> custom, uh, custom labels. Mm -hmm. on some form fields that were poorly labeled on a website. 
and they uh -huh. were in a web dialogue. And when I left the site and came back, those were not retained. Okay. Um, so I'm wondering about that. And then the other thing I'm wondering about is uh, there is on this website, there is a combo box that a sighted person can see, but I cannot find it for love or money when I read through the page, every item from top to bottom. Ah, okay. Um, if you can send us an email with the link to the site, is this, if, if this isn't private information, um, then we'd be happy to check both of those things out for you. Yeah, um, well, unfortunately, one of them is private because okay. it's on the Zenefit site. And, okay. Uh, it's an, a blind individual who's using that site. Um, sure. I could probably get her permission, but what exactly would I need to send you? Well, no, I if if I, I don't want any, you know, need anyone's personal information, but no, right. if, right. Um, and I know that wasn't what you were saying, but I just, I don't want to you know, compromise any kind of sensitive information there. But if it's a site that is commonly used, um, it, and it may be a situation where somebody has to be logged in in order to see some of these things, I don't know. And but if it's that's, a, that's the situation. Is that, that it? You okay. have to be logged in to see it. Yeah, to see it. So with the combo box, my suspicion is without, I, I don't, I can't say for sure without seeing it, but my suspicion is that if you're not able to get to it, when you navigate that it's coded improperly so that it's not right. even being recognized as a combo box. Um, that would be something that if, if someone could reach out to the web developer, uh, to that organization or, you know, whomever, uh, perhaps they could fix that. The other thing is with the custom, you say the custom labels. Are right. You, they, you know, the create prompt where you do the control, mm -hmm. you put your cursor on the control and then you do the, uh, control jaws key tab. Right. And then you type a label. Mm -hmm. And when, when I do that on the site, it works great until I close the browser and, uh, come back later. And like I said, in order to get to these, uh, fields that I needed to label, I had to open a web dialogue. And again, it's on right. the benefits site and it's for the requesting time off. Have you have you tried this with the custom labels with other sites and gotten it to work, or is this something that that you're just you know noticing? it's been a long time it's been a long time since I've tried it so okay I don't know I'd have to see if I can find another site to try it on yeah and I understand if I tell you what if you can send us an email we'll send you some instructions and see if there's not you know a, another step in there or something that you know, you need to do to get that to stick um, on that particular and site. Where should I send that email to? Send that to training at vispero.com. And vispero is V okay. as in Victor, I-S-P-E-R-O. So it's training at okay. vispero.com. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Be happy to help you. Any other hands? Linda. Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi there. First of all, Hi. let me just say, um, Kathy's demonstration was. Oh, I think we lost you. Sorry, Linda. Go ahead.
we lose you'll, Linda? You'll, yeah, you'll need to unmute again, Linda. I'm sorry, my jaws jumped on me and I removed her permission to talk instead of Debbie's. Oh, yeah. Okay, now can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I don't know how much of what you got. Um, <laughs> Just the first couple of words. So, <laughs> okay, you want to so start I'm having a problem in Zoom with this screen share button. Mm -hmm. When you do Alt-S, I'm getting a message that says unknown script call. Oh. Any idea what might be causing that or what I can do to fix it? I do not know what might be causing that. That's interesting. Um, I would recommend, is your Zoom up to date? Do you know? That shouldn't just matter. just updated it. You did? And I actually, to be honest, I haven't tried this since um, okay. I just updated. But, you know, I, I just updated my new, my JAWS and my uh, Zoom. So Okay. So you, you did update. So... I would reach out to support on that. If you, if you reach out to support at vispero.com, okay. um, they could help you. They could walk you through some troubleshooting and try to figure out, because that's, that shouldn't be happening. Could there be some conflict where something else is also trying to use that shortcut key or the other thought I have is if you have the um, HeartGen scripts, could they be causing, you may need to reinstall them. They could be causing some kind of conflict. Okay, I do use the hard You do? Script, so. Okay. That, that's a possibility. I don't know. I've not, you know, I, I don't know for sure. But yeah, that could be, that's, that's a good point there, Herbie. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. As far as a conflicting keystroke, I've now, I'm not saying that this couldn't happen. I've not seen JAWS come up and give you an unknown function, but that doesn't mean that that's not possible. Okay. Yeah, well, the, I'd say so reinstall the HeartGen scripts first and see it, like uninstall them and yeah. reinstall them, because I think there's some kind of scripting error with them. That's that's just a guess, a little bit of a guess, but yeah, good idea, good idea. Okay, thank you for your help. Okay, sure thing. We have no other hands at this time, and only a couple of minutes left. Okay. Well, for the last couple of minutes, I do want to show you one more thing about, you know, we talk about all these different features and I want to show you where to go in JAWS to get more information about those. So if you're thinking, well, I want to learn more about that. Where do I go? So if you press insert J, if you are running JAWS as a separate window, it'll take you to the JAWS window. If you're running it in your system tray, it's going to open a context menu. J-A-W-S context menu. Up. And I'm going to press H for help. If you're doing this from the JAWS window, you're going to press Alt-H. H, command, search, insert, plus space. And then you're going to down arrow to help topics. Training key, JAWS help topics, J. All right, and enter. Enter, leaving menus, JAWS 2023. And from here, you have a list of different help topics. And you, you're, you have some internet help topics, which we're going to down arrow to here. Le Topic about JAWS for topic starting JAWS, topic getting help, topic reading overview, topic about JAWS cursor, topic voice settings, level zero, getting started, using JAWS book closed, using Windows with JAWS book, using the internet with JAWS book closed. So here we have a book here, and we're going to open it with our right arrow key that says using JAWS with the internet. Using the internet with JAWS book. Or, I'm sorry, using the internet with JAWS. Level one, topic housing the internet, one of level zero, using the internet with JAWS level, topic JAWS commands for HTML. So we have browsing the internet, we have commands. Navigating web pages, book closed, 
customizing your web settings book closed. And here we have customizing your web settings. And if you open this with your right arrow key, customizing level two topic HTML verbosity option topic personalized web settings. So let's say you wanted to know more about that. You could press enter, enter. and you're going to press F6. F6 personalized web settings. Personalized. And that takes you over to the actual content here of that particular topic. And then you can navigate, you can read it with your, you know, just like you normally do with your arrow keys. And then you can press F6 to go back to your other topics F6, preview, top. and navigate as you normally would. Topic flexible web. So F6, personalized web settings. Now, if you don't press enter on a topic, it will go back. When you press F6, it'll go back to the previously selected topic. So I want to make sure that you do that. Then when you're finished, you press Alt F4. Alt F4, audio settings button. And I'm going to stop sharing my screen because that's all of the demo. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Be sure to join us next week where we're going to talk about speech history, for JAWS speech history right here in ACB Community Events.